Nikki, how are you? Lockdown. Cordo? Lockdown. Steve? What the fuck was that oh, shit? Jesus Steve. Christ. Some red letters just flew across your face. Yeah, it looked like they spelled lockdown. No, it actually said get fucked. <laughs> you messed it up. <laughs> wrestling podcast i'm here with all the lads as usual let's say first of all first one in a while is it or were we all together last week all together last week weren't we? uh, i suppose at the rumble, royal rumble has thrown me yeah. off i'm um, here with gordo nikki and steve how are the lads locked out <laughs> i'm here on location in uh, the sunny northwest uh so we'll see how this goes with the hotel wi-fi but mm. who knows I might be gone in the middle of this. We'll find out as we go. But uh, a lot of kind of news items to get into. The uh, the Dudley boys have been announced for the Hall of Fame. So well-deserved, I'd imagine. All oh, yeah. around. Definitely. They, they're, they're always going in the best, the, the most reigns of like any other tag team across all the different companies they've been in, which, yeah. you know, WWE own a lot of the rights to, so they, they acknowledge. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, definitely. Dudley's locked in. Locked in. <laughs> like they're the only team to win the WWF and WWE and then WCW while it was WWE, <laughs> the ECW, NWA, TNA, and IWGP tag team titles. So that's something that will never be done again. So well deserved. Most of those companies are out of business now. Yeah. <laughs> but even something of having that many companies kind of relevant, yeah. you know, couldn't really. I don't know if you'd put Ring of Honor up there with some of the others. They're still kind of the, the top of the indies, maybe more mm. than that else, but. Yeah, so good to see that anyway. But it's weird now you've got Goldberg and so you've got a WCW guy and an ECW team going in <laughs> at the Hall of Fame this year. So Triple H is definitely taking over the picking of people there. No, it seems <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, Gordo, you were very upset about Booker T. How do you think uh, Coach did? I, w- I will say it was kind of a seamless transition back into him. He actually, I actually, I liked him, but at the same time, I still don't like that kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, no Jason Jordan to really test him. No, does not, and that's going to be the telling factor when when JJ is fit again. How is he going to handle him? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no, he was good. Um, Coach has always been good anyway, so kind of knew what to expect. But it was my, good to see him hit the ground. My enjoyment it. of the show hinges on on Booker T uh, laughing <laughs> or whatever he decides on Jason Jordan that week. Uh, well, well, yeah. I miss him. I miss it's Bob. a shame Raw was so good this week. But it would have been even better if Booker was there. Who thought we'd ever say that? Yeah. And it's like, we'll never know, I suppose. Did all these things just, or were they just coincidence? Or did Booker not be in there make the show flow a little better? <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely less crack. The product was better, but it was far less crack. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's anything we like, it's a bit of crack. A bit of crack. All and heroin. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> First one of the week. Uh, so there was um, some new production elements this week on both shows some were good, some were Windows Movie Maker <laughs> um, if you heard our opening you can see what we thought of the Smackdown version of it but uh, the new Raw graphics and the way they lay out the matches, you kind of the screen before the match is actually pretty cool, I think it's long overdue 
Yeah, they've been happy using the same ones for a long time now, so they need a little bit of a fresh up, and the white makes a big difference, just changes the whole look of it. Yeah. Steve, what do you reckon? Oh, tasty. Um, tasty. I would not uh, I would not object to seeing more of this sort of stuff. If only they had it across all of their shows, that would have been lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we thought, oh, there's new graphics, everything looks kind of fresh, you're on the road to WrestleMania, it's the first night on the road to WrestleMania after the Rumble. And you think, oh, this is cool. It's a new, fresh approach. Then you get to SmackDown, and it's like it, everyone is cutting promos on a mobile phone. And then <laughs> we love that. Oh my God, they really love that now. This is all down to Mojo Raleigh having that amazing <laughs> promo. We had Baron Corbin and The Miz do really good ones before that, but the Mojo one seemed to take off. And it was what, genuinely really good. I think, I don't know who I was listening to who made the point. It was like, it wasn't the phone that made the promo good. It was like, <laughs> because my, it's like, well, if we give people phones, they'll all be better promos. Um, <laughs> Invest in selfie sticks. Exactly, yeah. So it wasn't good enough to have everyone on their phones cutting promos like an indie fucking promotion. Like, you can afford <laughs> cameras, lads. Um, they had to have these little graphics, like little emoji stickers over everything. <laughs> it's like, it, was like, it was like watching someone's Snapchat. Like, it's like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, it started off, we didn't know what was going on, and then Shinsuke made his entrance, you know, to come out as the champion of the royal rumble the <laughs> rumble and then he's doing his duck down thing at the ropes and then rockstar flies across the screen like, <laughs> what the, what i imagine things here uh, I was like okay and then i checked on twitter and everyone was breaking themselves laughing um, <laughs> the next big one that i remember i know there was a lot but i don't know what the sequence was we had the usos backstage first <laughs> and then they come up with the, the usos we're going where's this going <laughs> That's their, that's, that's their new thing is put a, a, pit, a picture of their name up before it cuts to their video camera phone <laughs> like so you know who this is yeah <laughs> yeah we, of all the teams that shout their name all the time you're like i wonder <laughs> who these guys are we better, we better put their names on the screen so we thought that was weird and bad enough but it got so much worse when the usos went out there they cut one of their standard promos where they they listed out the teams that they had cling locked down but <laughs> We had, a, we had a graphic of a jail cell closing every time they did it. And the Usos themselves were distracted. They had to look up at the fucking Tron to see when to speak again. <laughs> like, Plus, whoever, whoever was in control of those uh, jail cells, i.e. Kevin Dunn, yeah. uh, really got the timing way off on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think and that's it's a bit surprising. I mean, you'd think that like you know, at least one of the Usos would be familiar to the sound of a jail cell closing. Oh, allegedly. I may have made that point in my, my article. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was great... it, it all stank of a transition year project done by a 14-year-old spotty kid in school yeah. that thought, geez, wouldn't it be cool if they put up the graphics like this? I said that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be cool to do that. Oh, there was more. You had Daniel Bryan come out and announce this. I still need someone to explain to me what this thing is. We'll talk about it later. Top 10 thingy, whatever it was. It's going to be class. Every second, looking forward to this. And every second or third word was spelled out on the screen. Yeah. Oh, In case you didn't know the words, you know, it's a spelling lesson too. <sighs> it's like you have closed captioning, you have subtitles. I, I, I'll take no excuses people, as to why this people have to turn them on. They're not in your face. <laughs> oh Lord! And yeah, then but you I had... can fucking hear. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can hear. I don't need to read. And just, just so everyone knows, I can't read anyway. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that thing? It distracts from what I can actually hear. It's disgraceful. We, uh, we then had, what was the one? Oh, yes, Rusev. The crowd actually booed Rusev when he had this thing. If you hear, if you watch it back, there was a slight kind of booing because there was another phone promo, another one of these Instagram filters came on the screen. This is this is our lives now for a year. Just yep, random <sighs> letters, random words being thrown at us. Neat. I, I don't see this lasting too long. I don't know. Roman Reigns. <laughs> their, their social engagement probably hit an all-time high on SmackDown, and that is because of them stupid fucking graphics. All they care about is social engagement, yeah. and they got it. Yeah. Look, at it, unless the graphic designer is a, co- a cousin of The Rock, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be lasting too long. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was something new. They tried it. Hopefully they cop on that it didn't work at all. I like how you were like defending him then, you know, nine seconds later, but hopefully that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still calling it 205 Live is going to have the Windows 98 maze as its fucking intro video in two weeks. <laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, 205 Live, we had our, the post-Enzo era began with a new general manager, uh, Rockstar Spud, but someone remind me of the name he used, Drake Maverick, I think. Drake Maverick. Porn star name. The NXT yeah. porn star generator. <laughs> <laughs> So, I I think I thought he'd be an in ring talent. I didn't think they'd use him like this. Maybe that was the original plan, but eh, maybe mm. I, I like it though. I mean, if you, I, I'm assuming none of you watch Two or Five Live, but uh, I actually I watched, watched it this week. week yeah. Oh, really? See, yeah, it yeah. worked. It's worked already. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he he was great in every segment he was in. He was fantastic. So I'm hoping that they can who, keep doing this for people who wouldn't know who Rockstar Spot is. Where he came from TNA, didn't he? Yeah. So what was his character in TNA? Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud. <laughs> Pretty much. Essentially, he was, essentially he was EP3's bitch, basically, yeah, where, where he really excelled. But he did have a run in the X Division. And he's, he's solid in the ring as well. He's I mean, a two-time he's, X Division he, champ, isn't he? Who may, I think maybe he might have won it a third time just mm. before he left. I could be wrong. Definitely two-time, maybe three-time. Uh, but... In my role as our impact aficionado, uh, I've seen a good bit of him, and I'm kind of happy they're using him this way because it gets him on screen as a character. If they ever want to bring up the him and EC3 thing again, because yeah. their chemistry, they have that shit locked down. Locked down. <laughs> but um, are they also, going to segue him into an active wrestling role again, do you reckon, or is this him retiring from in ring activity? No, I, I like it better when general managers have the ability to wrestle if they need to. Yeah, and yeah, this way it'll this be way there. Can... Yeah, it'll be an occasion when he does like. I I was really hoping that they do the angle where he gets hit on the head and he thinks it's 2002 again. <laughs> that was fucking fantastic. Oh, that indie run is hilarious. Oh, man, where he, where he was uh, ring crew for progress. That whole video it was three. <laughs> they were fucking amazing. So this guy is a character. Um, he's going to be brilliant, and it's good to see him finally get there. Um, and he wasn't the only one to uh, jump ship this week. So then we had Jeremy Borash finally. Well, he, I don't think it's confirmed yet, but it's all but confirmed. It's like a lot of superstars have, tweet, have tweeted saying congratulations and all to him. So like it's it's pretty much confirmed. So 
Gordo, tell us who Jeremy Borash is. Jeremy Borash is pretty sure one of the last remaining TNA originals, uh, per se, because obviously he was never really an active in ring talent. He wrestled a couple of matches, but don't watch any of them. It's <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, he mainly done a bit of commentary and backstage announcing, but over the last five or six years, he's really kind of transitioned more into a producer role while also doing commentary. Um, he was producing a lot of the uh, broken segments. So that's the level of stuff that the man can do. So you know, whether or not WWE use him for that, be a different thing. But uh, he, yeah, he's the kind of guy, he's done well in a lot of different roles. So they're kind of getting a utility tool just by signing them. Uh, I'd imagine he'll go to probably NXT and then eventually... They'll, when they see what they have with him, he'll end up doing main roster stuff. But uh, right. wherever he ends up, he's going to be good. You see what he was able to do on a shoestring budget for the Hardys. Yeah. yeah. This guy with a proper budget behind him could be spectacular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And he can commentate too, so if if needs be. Yeah, himself and, himself and Corey, actually, I think it'd be a really good commentary team. Because mm. kind of mm. like what he had with Josh Matthews and Impact, mm. except Corey is good. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, do you see a stage where with Coach coming back, now Jeremy Borash and Mauro and Tom Phillips coming through, is this a way that we're going to see Michael Cole ride off into the sunset a bit? That's what he wants to do. I mean, he's producing them all anyway. That that was the idea, I think, of putting Mauro on SmackDown was to try to basically groom him up to take over from Cole originally. Uh, Mm. So he's wanting someone to take that so he doesn't have to do it as often. As I say, he's producing them all backstage anyway, so he has a job there. Hmm. Be interesting to see if they do do a shake-up, who would be the new head commentators on the flagship shows. I'd want Murr and Allo on Raw, because he's the best. He's the best yeah. of all of them. He makes everything so much better. Last week proved that. Yeah. Last weekend really proved it. Mm-hmm. There were some people online that really hated it. I'm like, How, did they listen to the same show I did? I oh did. my God. What's wrong? That, <laughs> that man made that whole show known. I'm saying it as an MMA fan, but he made it all feel like the spectacle of an MMA event where everything felt so legit with every yeah. word he said. And he reacted to moves with words yeah. other than, oh, because they're told <laughs> to do that. That's, oh that's my God. Out. That's uh, all they're told like, to do. Let's be honest. Like they don't say, "Oh, he's hit the pedigree, or he's hit the Stone Cold Stunner." I know it's oh. <laughs> there was a Mamma Mia chant. Yeah, there was Mama a Mamma Mia chant. Like that's what the fans want. Yeah. But we're going to come across as the smarky kind of fans who love Morrow unconditionally and blah blah blah. That's not it. He's the best of the bunch. <laughs> Simple as. And I think the fact that Morrow commentating on that main event from Takeover definitely contributed to the fact that it got a five star rating from Big Dave. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's no coincidence that WWE haven't had a five-star match since 2011. And when you look at the level of commentary they've had and the lack of big matches they've had, it's it's no surprise that when you get two good guys in the ring telling a good story and you have a good guy commentating on it, it just builds the package and puts it all together. And that's what's been lacking for a long time. Yep. It's, 100%. You look at what we said about Wrestle Kingdom the time when we'd done a review of that. Well, the big things we said was around the commentary how essentially kevin kelly didn't treat us like we were kids yeah exactly and he commentated like it was a sporting event and a sporting spectacle and that added so much and that's what we got with with that main event so yeah, yeah. definitely perfect cool beans uh, looking forward to seeing what they do there if they do anything
the next big piece of news came last weekend. It was a hell of a weekend of wrestling, I suppose, uh, from New Japan. Does anyone want to walk us through it? Stick a listen to my own voice. <laughs> so we had, uh, does anyone want it or will I go? Echo. You tend I'll to go. explain things better. Steve, <laughs> Do tell, it? Us, tell us your thoughts, Steve. My thoughts. Well, I, I'm very upset. Uh, I'm as bad as Marty Scarlett here now. I'm beside myself with <laughs> sheer <laughs> sadness. But um, we had Kenny Omega lose the belt to Switchblade Jay White. You lose the IWGP US title. What? Uh, yep. Spoilers alert, spoiler alert. It happened a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> so the tradition in New Japan is that the next challenger comes out and states his claim to the title. That happened with... Uh, my girlfriend's laughing in the background, if anyone can pick it up. <laughs> this is what we talk about, okay? We're very famous and popular now. <laughs> We're on the iTunes. We're on, have you heard of Apple iTunes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's used to laughing in the bedroom, all right? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Steve. You saw that. You'll hear it on the, on the playback. Anyway. <laughs> God damn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Hangman Page came out and he was the challenger but if I remember correctly he grabbed the belt off Jay White yeah. and Kenny wasn't happy with that and he wanted the respect for the new champion so mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes makes his way out I think the Bucks were already out there no the Bucks came well, the, no, uh, too. Nick, Nick was out there Nick was there yeah oh yeah because Matt was selling the back uh, and we had a bit of a scuffle Cody, Cody wasn't too happy so we had a bit of a scream up Eventually, it all kind of ended a little bit, and they were happy. Well, not happy, but they were going their separate ways. So Cody holds the ropes open for Kenny, who steps through, and he grabs him, hits him with the crossroads. And that leaves us wondering, what is the state of Bullet Club and the Elite? Hmm. And we, we found out today, I guess. <laughs> uh, so the next episode of Being the Elite, they won't go through all the stuff, but it ended with... Uh, I think, sorry, I forgot what happened right afterwards. Um, Kota Bushi. Was, am I on the same thing here? Yeah. I lost myself here. Yeah, oh, Kota Bushi. Yeah. Came, oh, you're good, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kota Ibushi came out and stopped a chair shot from happening where Hangman, why Hangman decided to hold him up, I still don't quite understand that. But uh, So Skrull had no involvement. He was just in the ring. Still don't get that. But the three boys scurry when they see Kota Ibushi. Kenny's in tears, wondering what's after happening. Uh, <laughs> sorry about this <laughs> we're going to have to cut this now you realise that you <laughs> sorry lads I knew she was going to be a pain in the ass to have around so Kota Ibushi hits the ring and clears the lads out and uh, we had a situation where Kenny is crying and he's all upset but then they have the hug at the end and we're all good so that led to the Being the Elite episode that followed it up uh, where Kenny and Kota had gone to the box room. Did, did you notice? Did you pick up on the room number? No. Room 710. 710. 710 split. Oh, I'm such a mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was very clever. Or um, completely coincidental because that was the room number. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think they're clever enough to spot that. There could have been any room number, but they pick a 710 split. Yeah. But... um. That led us to today, where another being the elite, elite episode aired. Kayfabe, ended, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh yes. Even a kayfabe next week. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> today is Saturday. Um, <laughs> so it ended with 
uh, the announcement that we kind of figured was going to happen. So a super card of honor, WrestleMania weekend, I assume. That's always that card, isn't it? Uh, we have Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes for something. We don't know yet. It's a Bullet Club Civil War. What do you make of all this, lads? I'm assuming it's, it has to be for the, the leadership of the Bullet Club, you'd imagine. I'd assume, I'll, yeah. But you'd think maybe you'd think they do that in New Japan. That's the only thing. Mm, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, that's why I don't think it is that. I think it's just a a blood feud situation. Have it have it as a non finish, and then that next year's I don't know, even have it at Wrestle Kingdom or something else during the, the next year. Have is Dominion, Dominion actually. Uh, Dominion actually uh, be a good shout. June, I think. Uh, yeah, June. Yeah, have literally would say the elite against. I fucking like to Cody, Marty, and Hangman for the rights to the Bullet Club image. I know it's redigging the old WWE thing with DX at the time, but it'll mean the elite can break away, which I'm pretty sure I was reading before the lads want to do. Yeah. But that's, New Japan do don't that, want yeah. it. So that's, at least that's, that's a way to transition it. So That's because the lads own the rights to it, so New Japan will get no merch money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Butcher isn't the story that Finn Balor still owns some part of it and he still gets some payment from it. He was the one that created it, so yeah. it would make sense. I believe he still gets some portion of the sales, so mm. I'm sure he was delighted with the Hot Topic situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's an interesting one. That was the biggest storyline in wrestling the whole week, the week of Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Which was unusual. But it was something we didn't cover on the 205 segment where we had Rockstar Spud. Uh, we've announced, they've, they've pushed the boat out here, lads. A, a new 16-man single elimination tournament. Never Mr. been done before. Cruiserweight Classic Part 2. <laughs> exactly what we want. And you notice from the matches they had this week, they weren't WWE matches they had. They've definitely nope. Nope. started the transition back to the CWC matches. So Exactly. And I like the fact that they're bringing in, not, they're not just using the guys they've been using all along. Like they brought in Tyler Bate this week. They have... Um, What's his Roddy name? Strong. Next Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong. Roddy next week. Yeah. So that's Oh yeah, that'd be good. So yeah, they're bring, they're bringing in TV. I hope they bring someone from the outside as well. I, I reckon this might be where Ricochet gets brought in, and he could win the whole thing, maybe. Yeah, because you're weeks away before he could be the final first round match. Yeah, that's another four weeks away, three weeks away. So plenty of time to learn where the fucking hard camera is. <laughs> <laughs> How difficult can it be? <laughs> Something tells me that's not going to be a big problem for that. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, you have to spend a year and a half in NXT to learn how to wrestle to the hard camera. So. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much all of that, unless anyone has anything else to add. We're good to go, I'd say. So the year is 2018. We've uh, It's Monday night, 1 a.m. or 8 p.m. Central, wherever you're listening to this. Raw opens. It's Stephanie McMahon. What? Oh. i was just pumped i was like this is great i mean there was another lady who uh had made the headlines you know 24 hours before that we thought maybe we skip her oh no another lady a blonde haired lady oh no blonde haired lady that we thought wouldn't be uh, opening the door, at least pair on it. Carmella. Made history, first woman eliminated from a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Let me get to my Kelly Kelly swerve. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact none of us said that as well, so you still had that. 
<laughs> I promise we didn't plan that. That worked out better than I thought. <laughs> so yeah, we had um, Stephanie introduced the first uh, ever women's winner of a Royal Rumble, Asuka, who I still think this thing went nowhere because she was like, so who do you want to face at WrestleMania? And she was like, I will be the champion. You're like, no, seriously. <laughs> but it's cool that the letter cut the promo in Japanese, actually. And the crowd were good to her in a way. They didn't shit all over it. So. It was a few watts, but not too much. It was good. <laughs> yeah. It was respectful, anyway. Uh, here's the problem with being in the hotel. There's people just walking around outside my door now. I'm trying to cut an iTunes quality podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> it's graceful. But uh, she did also announce that we'd have the first ever women's elimination chamber. Mm. So, I don't think there's anything left for them to do, really. They've done Hell in a Cell, That's Royal Rumble. Queen of the Ring. Uh, Queen of the Ring. Mm. Inferno match. Fuck that, they had the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, they had the Mae Young Classic. First blood match. First blood match. Oh, there's, been, there's been a first, I feel like there was a first blood women's match. There was, Lisa and Trish, I think. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, there was one. Not in the new era, Nikki. Women's evolution. Era. That was the diva. There's no women. <laughs> Those were different types of human beings. I, 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 swear, I can't wait to see, for the Nia Jax Tamina stairs match on fucking Survivor Series. Lads, lads, we're forgetting about the best match ever. The Punjabi prison match. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's when Kavita, whatever her face comes in, she'll have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. So I don't know where that one went, but we ended up setting up uh, Sasha Banks versus Asuka later in the night. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sasha Banks' neck. Sweet Lord. Oh, dear God. They have to stop letting her dive. That was... She's lucky to be walking. No joke. It was was nasty. It really was. At first, Asuka nearly took a similar one later on the night as well. Yeah. The one where she went for the arse and the ropes and fell through. (laughs) Still, though. You could break your tailbone. She, uh, uh, Sasha could be in a wheelchair. <laughs> <That's the problem. laughs> uh, but yeah, they when, when Cesaro had his problem, that was it. They stopped doing it. <laughs> He's like, Sasha, someone needs to have a word with her. Anyway, we'll leave that there. We had our Elimination Chamber qualifying matches started. I know me and Gordo will probably get into something here later on. We're one of the results. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, with Braun and Kane, a last man standing match, which didn't go very well for Kane. <laughs> he, uh, he got knocked down near the announce ramp and Braun just lifted up the whole, not the table, the whole broadcast area and tipped it over on top of him. Steve Braun Strowman, thoughts? I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know when you're like, walking down the street and you see like a, a pretty girl across the way and you get a little bit of a flutter I, I, I get that now every time I see Braun just going crazy I'm not allowed to get that anymore <laughs> no that's what happens when you get married Nick <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend is five feet away from me I'm not allowed to talk about anything like that I agree with you Fitz I can openly yeah. say I agree with you it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay you don't have to say it lads we, we, we know we all agree on this just Braun not throw- he gives us the what you broke up he gives us the fanny flutters (laughs) (laughs) oh good god well the three women that listen to us will no longer listen so (laughs) 
Hashtag equality. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag equality, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> We're just keeping it equal. <laughs> um, so Braun killed Kane. She's looking at me like she's going to kill me now. She's near knives. Uh, <laughs> say something nice about Sami Zayn, you'll be fine. Sami Zayn is lovely. He is perfect. He's back on site. Um, <laughs> she just looked at me. She's going to kill me. We're going to move away from this. Uh, Al Hardy versus Elias. Uh, match, wrestling match. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, so we would Matt Hardy versus Elias. Uh, Elias won because the dastardly heel played a video on the screen and the baby face got distracted. Ooh. You think Matt Hardy's wrestling for 25 years? He'd know not to fall for tricks like this. <laughs> Keeping it kayfabe. It's the graphic. He fell for the graphic. It flashed up on the screen. Yeah. That's the power of all wrestlers now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Use their bastard magic. <laughs> but, <laughs> the next one. Um, I know Gordo. Yeah. yeah, Steve's drinking while I'm drinking then. Yeah. I agree with you, Gordo, before I had Gordo. You had me. Tell us what you talked about, Gordo, about this match. Ah, mine was more about the social media reaction to it more than anything. Yeah. Um, it's I I was trying to live tweet some of the show because uh, I couldn't sleep, and pretty much all I saw was everyone going about it being a burial and yada yada yada. And my thoughts on it are: if you kick out of an AA and it takes the middle rope AA to put you away after a twenty odd minute match, that's not a burial. No, I'd agree with you. And there's no shame in losing to him. But why? Firstly, we just set it up. Uh, Finn Balor lost to John Cena in the elimination. This is after Balor having a 58-minute Royal Rumble the night before. Yeah. yeah. After setting his, getting his stable back together, the Bull- or the Balor club are back together. Everything's coming up Millhouse for Balor. And then you meet the old, the brick wall that is John Cena. <laughs> I get it. And I agree with you, Gordo, about letting the story play out. But I don't think there's a story here. I nope. think that's just... <sighs> I hope there is. I really, really hope there is. Because I this look, is... you have to kind of respect Cena in a lot of ways, but I'm sick to death of having Cena beat new people. This is I... take, take two. This is literally a carbon copy of what happened to Batter after he beats AJ Styles. The next night he loses to Kane. Yep. He has a fucking phenomenal performance, no pun intended, at the Royal Rumble. Next night, he loses to John Cena. Like, for fuck's sake. No, and I agree with letting I things s- play out, but this, this is this is we've been down this road several times now. You I still think Cena's. there's so many pieces, though. Yeah, but you can even see Cena being like, I'm sorry, I'm going to WrestleMania. Can I just quote Michael Cole here as well before I go off this topic? After he won, John Cena is one step closer to his dream of going to WrestleMania. Oh, That's sure. If it's, a, if it's his dream, like, you know. <sighs> His dream, uh, <laughs> the, like, I, how many I, times you may have entered WrestleMania? <laughs> I, I still think it's shaping up to something at, at Chamber. Perhaps beat up John Cena. I, I think it has oh. to happen. I think there has to be something. I think there's too many pieces to make sense. The whole thing of giving him the club, he's getting that bit more edgy and more cocky and stuff again. Cena was the one eliminates him from the Rumble. Now Cena's the one that costs him the potential to go on to Mania. My own thoughts on it is there's far too much, there's far too many pieces pushing it that way for it to just be another case of the Kane scenario. That's, I'm still thinking about my book and hat. I'm sitting by poolside here trying to come up with it, but I I still think that that's where it's going. Yeah, I'd forgotten about him actually eliminating Balor as well. So 
you know, he kind Cena already had his kind of win over him the night before. This wasn't a, a simple elimination in the middle of the rumble. It was the final four. Exactly. So yeah. Memorable elimination. We get it, John. We get it. Can you yeah. please leave these people alone? <laughs> or yeah. whoever so is I, making you do this. Yeah, I think it's still setting up too much of a kind of a bad blood between the two of them that it's going yeah. to eventually drive on to to being something to mania. But uh ah, that, again, that's wishful thinking more than nothing. Yep. A lot of this is really. Um I think that's probably it, unless that has anyone to anyone else has anything to add, but I think we can move on from there. Except for maybe one thing. If Braun Strowman doesn't pick up the Elimination Chamber and, and tip it over, what are we <laughs> doing here? What's the point of this cage if he doesn't do that? I mean, he's already he's already teaching uh, uh, Alexa Bliss how to flip over cars. Like, just oh, as the next, oh good, <laughs> the next <Great>. evolution. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, then we had an intercontinental title match. Um, the Miz had his second good match ever in his entire career, and uh, both of them were, were, were with Roman. <laughs> Uh, no, really, really good match. Uh, Steve, you look like you'd like to say something. <laughs> I very much like watching the Miz win wrestling matches against the big dog. Ooh, uh. Yes. Um, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if the big dog lost earlier in the night, you had to suppose Balor had to be beaten by Cena later. Just to to give it a takeaway. Give it a takeaway. Did you see the gift that someone did of uh, the referee t- uh, warning Roman that he's a bad dog? No, <laughs> oh, it's the funniest thing. I, I actually I, I retweeted it from the account, so check <laughs> check our account. We retweeted it. Uh, two bit what, what account is that, guys? That'll be at Two Bit Wrestling on Twitter. Wonderful, delightful. First plug of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, that there wasn't a whole lot else on Raw. Uh, sorry, Miz retained the IC title, so that's uh, that's Roman kind of done now. No more rematches, which is good. I like when that's over with. Now we can move on. Uh, one last note I had in was the revival promo, uh, sticking it to the Philly fans, Started talking about chanting ECW just to get themselves over, which I think is so. That's two no no words they've used now in, in, in the same amount of weeks. <laughs> they said yeah. over, can't yeah. say things like that. If the I commentators can't say hospital, why are they allowed to say over? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, but okay. why, where's that going? What are they, what are they actually getting at with this? I like it, and I've noticed that as well. That over the last couple of weeks, they've they've gone down this kind of edgier route. Mm. What's the what's the payoff? Mm, Someone's just going to beat them, I suppose. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, get yourself they'll, over. They'll get start yourself to get over. put down. Yeah, they'll start to get over by themselves, and then Vince won't won't like it, and they'll be put down like a bad dog. You know, honor it's Triple H. Down. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just just the one bit of leeway Vince is going to give Triple H. It's like you're allowed one, you're allowed the tag division. <laughs> you're allowed one team to break into the Shield Bar division in a couple of weeks' time. Who's it going to be? <laughs> that would explain why the Shield Bar division exists. Then <laughs> nobody else can wrestle anybody else. <laughs> yeah, she's taking pictures of me now. <laughs> she's, like, she's going to add filters. Kira, stop trying to get yourself over on her podcast. Right? Way. What a bitch. What a... <laughs> I'm waiting for something to come flying at your head. I really have. <laughs> oh, Lord. So we'll have a quick chat about SmackDown. Uh, we'll go over it quite quickly, I reckon. The, we mentioned the Snapchat filters already in our new segment. But we'll just uh, round it up. We had, I don't know how many segments with mobile phones and 
these words popping up on screen, even uh, interrupting Shinsuke's entrance at the start with a rock starting flying across the screen. Now, I'm no good accountant, but I'd say there was at least 10,000 episodes of that happening throughout (laughs) the show. Yep. Yeah, non-stop. Daniel Bryan's whole pre-recorded thing was filled with them. The good thing is, as long as everything's live, this can't happen much. It did happen with the Usos, with the the jail. (laughs) It can't be as bad as them predicting words and throwing them on the screen. Um, But, yeah, so we had... What even happened there? Nakamura came out, did nothing, really. Who was with them? Was Shane with them or anything? I can't even remember. No, it was... Yeah, he just said going to knee everyone in the face. And yeah. he did knee everyone in the face. And now he's going to knee everyone in the face. Hooray. Um, we had another episode of The Ref's Decision is Final here. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not. But uh, KO and Sammy complained to Jan- Daniel Bryan about the tag that, that didn't happen at the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. So he makes a match for next week. It's Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with the winner facing AJ at Fastlane. So Finger the... poke of doom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like want that, to see it. it. I want to see that so bad next week. Yeah. Well, who who goes over? Well, Owens is injured, so I'm assuming Sammy goes mm-hmm. over. Yeah. 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 Well, I suppose if we skip to the end, the main event then, stay on that topic, where you had a tag match where we had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against, I believe, Nakamura and AJ. Um, I'm glad they didn't hype up the tensions between AJ and Nakamura. Have it just as a a sporting contest. That's the way to do it. You don't need anything else. This this is already sold. Uh, But Sammy leaves the match and leaves Kevin by himself. Um, All of a sudden, we come back from break and Sammy Zayn is back. Still don't know what happened there. But anyway, uh, they start having aggressive tags. They're basically chopping each other to tag each other in. Um, So Sammy leaves the second time and AJ and Nakamura win. But Sammy is backstage with Renee just before the show goes off the air. And he says, it's my time to be champion. So, Gordo, what do you make of all this? I, I think it's way too early to break the two lads up because it's been the making of Sammy Zayn. So I think it's way too early to be breaking them up. Um, Kind of go back to what the lads are saying. The finger poke of doom or something stupid. Or, well, not stupid, but something like that would make a lot of sense if KO is hurt. Um, as you said as well, uh, AJ Nakamura, that doesn't need to be any tension, doesn't need to be any heel turns around. And there's enough history there between the two of them, just have it be a straight up who's the better man, kind of like what Zayn Nakamura was a takeover at the time. It doesn't need any of it. Um, yeah, I thought they actually, I thought they'd done well on that front, to be honest. Um, yeah. and I think if you give Sammy a match with AJ at a pay per view, I think. That'll cement Sammy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess the spoilers are there. Sammy will be the one in the match. Um, I'd love if Sammy Zayn won the title here at Fastlane. And then all of a sudden you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you take the dream scenario out of it, I definitely want to see Nakamura and Sammy Zayn again. Especially oh, fuck, in main yeah. event WrestleMania for the world title. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But no, we're, we're on the road to uh, Nakamura and AJ. Let's not get off that track. Um, We had more kind of titles uh the number one contender up in the air we had a four-way for the u.s championship with an odd collection of people uh you had kofi kingston zach Ryder, jinder mahal and rusev and a minute i saw zach Ryder come out i was like oh no god damn it zach and they called <laughs> it just, just don't show up anymore man just, but he didn't he didn't actually take the loss which i was surprised with no um 
me see where I had it. Yeah, it was Rusev actually had Kofi in the accolade, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, Rusev wins it, uh, which I was really surprised. I was convinced Zack Ryder was there to take the pinfall. But afterwards, Rusev approaches Bobby Roode, who was on commentary. But then when they walked away, Bobby Roode's music played, which really annoyed me. Like, But he didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he Rusev stood up. Rusev he had a robe on. It's hard to do that. Exactly. <laughs> Rusev won. It's his title. He, he got his title shot. Sorry, championship opportunity. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, his music plays. And I'm like, what the fuck? Also, I want to have a word about Car- uh, Corey Graves here, the dickhead. I'm <laughs> on every show. I took a shot at my boy Ryder. Do not speak ill of Zack Ryder around me. <laughs> so he's like, uh, well, let me see exactly what it was. Think of all the ups and downs he's had in his career. I think that was Tom Phillips. Corey goes mostly downs. Fuck you, Corey. You're sitting, <laughs> by, you're sitting behind the desk and you're saying all this about a former tag team champion, US champion. He won an intercontinental title at WrestleMania and he's the internet champion. Okay. Go fuck yourself, Corey Graves. Okay, <laughs> so are you saying that Big E was right to throw those pancakes? 100%. 100%. More pancakes should be thrown. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, Pancake Tuesday's coming up. Like, hey, there we go. Oh, my God. And it's it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> on Rusev Day as well. It's going to be perfect. Um, but you had uh, that situation where Big E was throwing the pancakes at Tom. But Rude was just, the pancakes were flying past Bobby Rude's face. <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge them. <laughs> um, but I think there was something else where we had, yeah, it was something to do with pancakes being knocked over. The Singh brothers knocked Aiden English into New Day, who had had the pancakes. And there was a big, like, audible gasp when the pancakes fell to the ground. <laughs> where did I miss this, something? When did this all start? The pancakes. I wouldn't know where they just started bringing pancakes with them. There was no, there was no build up to this. It was just bit the, of pancakes now. Are they selling pancakes? Like, or I don't think so. They, no. they must be planning on it. But then again, they, they had brought cereal out for about a year before well, they started selling breakfast thing. A new day, so you start yeah, with yeah, breakfast. Oh, <laughs> you've just cracked the nut. Oh, <laughs> where did that's the new not... day pops come into? Because I do never, I've never had ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> really. I'll, well, maybe that's a sign I haven't lived my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, if Carrie Fisher was buying boxes of Bootios, I think they were selling quite well. So I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't already done pancakes. Uh, who wants to be our Fashion Files correspondent? Nobody. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so we had somewhat of a Fashion Files segment with uh, the Ascent. A little, little bit of one. Yeah, uh, Gable and Jordan came in, and I think they had a match later in the night. Gable and Benjamin, it's a different shark. God damn it. <laughs> Gable and Benjamin. Jesus. God. You know, Gable and some other fella. And then, what else we have? We had Charlotte, who I've noted should never speak, ever, ever, ever speak. No. That's just, oh, disagree? Woo. Woo. That's all she should do. So, only, um, only slightly better than Natalia. I was about to say, Charlotte and Natalia need a promo off. That's what they need right there. Oh, That's oh God. Big up the uh, women's smack the division. Well, I, I need, need a week off. <laughs> <laughs> and I need a shoulder, Jameson. <laughs> and I'll go take a piss. I mean, say hello to Naya. <laughs> uh, we did have an yeah. attempted cash-in. That's, yeah. That was hilarious. So I think it was, um, we had the Riot Squad come out and try and beat up Charlotte or attempt to, pretty much got the job done. Uh, Kira's trying to slowly come in the door here now so she doesn't make noise live on iTunes and YouTube, SoundCloud, <laughs> Stitcher, and all various platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kira. 
Welcome Hi, back. Kira. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> you deserve it. Clap, clap. So yeah, she'll be the recurring character for well, not no, just one. This is the only time it's ever gonna happen. <laughs> We're not <laughs> sure she's a return she character. Gets beaten up by, uh, <laughs> by the riot squad. Uh, and Caramella's music hits, and she makes her way down to the ring to cash in. Uh, she gives the briefcase to the ref, but the bell never went. So Charlotte kind of made a comeback and and hit whatever she did, a big boot or whatever the hell she did to Carmella after that. Carmella but accidentally knocked the ref out of the ring. That was it, yeah. That was fucking hilarious, that whole thing. <laughs> so it kind of reminded you that she still had the briefcase and it could happen at any time. So I like when they do that. Yeah. But, yeah... That's all that's going on in the women's division on SmackDown, really. What I don't understand with all that, why the fuck did it take the ref so long to explain to the announcer? Has the announcer yeah. never seen the Money in the Bank cash in before? <laughs> he was there for about 25, 30 seconds trying to explain it to him. I was like, she's cashing in. Ring the fucking bell. Done. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. If it was Lillian Garcia, we'd have a new champion right now. Yeah. <laughs> and we would be looking at Rosie versus Carmella at Mania. Oh, God. <laughs> Wow. Uh, oh, man. Uh, the next note I had, I mentioned it earlier. Rusev does a phone promo. There was audible booing because it was the 900th version of a phone promo they had that night with graphics on the screen. Lockdown. Lockdown. Um, so we'd, we'd spoken about the main event already, so that's pretty much it. I did have a note that the main event had no entrances, so it's a new theme. There seems to be doubling down on ads where they're having matches start in the break they'll have one entrance then not the rest of them and then the match comes back live in progress so more ads that's great or better timed ads maybe they're showing more ads to cover the entrances and giving us more match time i'd like that to be true but what they're doing is they're still having the break in the middle of the ad middle of the match i'm trying to be an optimist here yeah, but if, well, if if you're in the States, you get to watch the match in a little corner. No. Yeah. There's my next point. Now, as you know, I um I legally obtain copies of these shows <laughs> weekly. <laughs> this week I was struggling, so I had to have a look on the internet for a stream. Uh they don't do that anymore. Well, they don't do it this weekend. They didn't do it this week at all. The one I watched had it. Really? Oh. Had, I watched weird. I watched two different copies because my first uh, completely legitimate stream went down. <laughs> Halfway through, got pulled for copyright. Oh. Um, and the first one didn't have it. So I then watched the second one and I had it. That's weird. I wonder yeah. if I get like a Canadian broadcast or something. I don't know. Goddamn Canadians. Allegedly. Us, us foreign heels, we don't get to see that stuff in the middle. <laughs> Unless or we mix, have or a mixed match challenge. Or a mixed match challenge. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously there's... But I had a US network, USA network stream. Yeah, this is whoever, whoever uh, legally up uploaded it must have cut it out. Oh, yes. My friend in America sent me the videotape. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rory. <laughs> Thanks, Rory. <laughs> um, anything else to add? Pretty standard SmackDown, really. Yeah. I'm glad that they're finally was... coming to an end of this story with Sammy and Kevin. As good as they are, as good as they are I'm fed up. There's not much. Yeah. It's grown yeah. out now. The only other thing is just that that top ten thing that they're doing. Like, mm. I I really hope they do it legit and actually do yeah. what they say they are getting the, the superstars well because that list would be very interesting to see. Mm -hmm. So, what exactly is this, Nikki? So, Dave uh, Daniel Bryan's announced an initiative where there'll be a list of top ten superstars who will get opportunities, and uh, these the, to get this list, they're getting uh, the actual superstars themselves to vote on each other 
based on the criteria of most talented locker room leadership and most skilled. And then they'll create a top 10 list out of that, and they're the people that they'll give opportunities to. So if they do this legit, it could be very good. Poor Enzo, he wouldn't have had a chance. (laughs) (laughs) So it's better that Enzo isn't here anymore. (laughs) And tell me, is this going to be one list and you're going to have male, female and tag performers all on the one list? No idea, not specified. And most importantly, is this going to be the list of Jericho? (laughs) He is technically on SmackDown. He was drafted (laughs) to SmackDown before he left. Like to be honest, like they they had this on TNA back in the day when I was watching it back in exactly. two thousand and eight and two thousand and nine, I think it was, and it was fantastic. It was like a proper, legitimate UFC style contendership ranking. ranking. And obviously, it was all scripted on the stage, and like there was no input from the stars. But you like it gave every match relevance and meaning. So if you had Zack Ryder versus Jinder Mahal you could legitimately see one or the other winning for any reason to move them up the ladder. It wasn't a case of, oh, well, Rusev is going to be going for a title or Jinder is going to be going for a title or Zack Ryder's lost the last six matches, so clearly he's losing again. There was relevance, and hopefully that will bring an air of relevance to kind of fucking mid-card match mania that we've seen so much of lately. I mean, they've had those rankings on WWE.com for years, and they just, they're just there. They've never like used power them. rankings, isn't it? Power rankings, yeah. yeah. Literally do it, though. If they were to do it, like, and say, okay, the top three or the top four, you have to be in that category to get, like, the world title shot. Mm. But if you're from, like, say, four to ten, or five down as far as ten, you're in the running for the IC or the US title shot or whatever the fuck. I one don't is on think Smackdown. they'd ever do that though, because that's literally them on air saying that the US title is not as good as the the but, WWE Championship. They've never but, really done that. Uh, well, they do call it like you know it is known as the. They even call it on commentary like not they don't call it the workers title, but the you know the stepping stone. So many great champions yeah. went through yeah, the IC title first. That's still kind of keeping it. Especially when you have Roman Reigns with a title. You can't, you can't be pulling that title down. Exactly. Oh, that's that's why he's not raw. It's different show, You can't have Because, you know, if that happened a few weeks ago, Matt Hardy would be number one in everything. <laughs> uh, I'll be interested to see where it goes and how, how they work it, brother. But, uh, yeah. At least it's something new. At least it's yep. not graphics on the screen. It was announced with graphics on the screen, but mm. we'll see. Uh, so that pretty much covers SmackDown. So if you're new to us on iTunes, we cover all the Irish wrestling news weekly. Um, so Nikki, take us to the Irish wrestling roundup. Irish wrestling roundup. Here we go. So right now, as we are recording this, so yesterday, there is actually a show going on right now, the Fight Factory uh, Pro Wrestling Show up in Dublin, episode three, hard, Dive Hard, Dive with a Vengeance. Um, so yeah, that's that's happening right now sure it's great they've they've put a few videos there now uh, today the super nintendos did about super nintendos did about their surprise partner and stuff so it looks like that could be a bit of a laugh they look like i've never seen them live they look like a good t- fun team so hopefully that should be fun but i went, went through all that card last week so i'm not going to mention any of that now um news wise the big kind of news is that don marnell is now gone from ott for the next time boo, boo that man so he's uh, in his legit job as a Guinness spokesman. He's now moving to Australia for that job. But tell for... us how he was written off the show. <laughs> he was written off the show because he was in a hot tub with... He uh, was a naughty boy. <laughs> with, the, with the wife of uh, Mrs. Of 
William uh, J. William J. Humperdinck. Uh, so he fired him. So yeah, there we go. Martinelle's gone. So, Don't uh, be screwing the boss's misses. Exactly. Oh, wrongful dismissal. <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he wasn't in the hot tub. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. He, he was allegedly in the hot tub. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... Man, I'm assuming we'll be back at some point. I don't, I don't think this is a full-time thing going to Australia, so I'd be, I'd be back at some point, I'd say. Imagine Unless... the pop he'll get when he comes back. Oh, yeah. So, so big many bag... bags of cans. All the bags of cans all over the big place. Ca- big bag of Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It would have to be. It would have to be Fosters. Um, other than that, the other news, uh, OTT are going to be announcing some of the surprises for Scrapper Mania at uh, Homecoming this weekend. Uh, which myself, Gordo, and Fitz are heading up to. Uh, so they've been the way they've been supporting on Twitter. It sounds like it's going to be big. Like anyone, anyone that's kind of seen it has been like, "Oh my god!" So I'm I'm expecting big things, but I'm just you know you never know how big they're going to go here. So we'll see. But that weekend is going to be a bit nuts. That's going to be basically the big Irish wrestling weekend because the Friday night of that weekend is WWE in Dublin. The Saturday then is Scrapper Mania, and they've also announced the Contender Show for the Sunday. Uh, Contenders 9, the hangover show. So it's going to be a, a busy oh, weekend. <laughs> Three days of wrestling. So it's, like, money already. Uh, <laughs> it's like an Irish version of WrestleMania weekend then. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, other than that, we went through all the cards for Homecoming last week, so I won't go through that much. Uh, they announced two new matches today for um, Homecoming Bel- uh, Belfast on Sunday. Uh, so they're actually getting a rematch from the Saturday show. So it's going to be the Kings of North versus Rapture. Uh, not a cage match this time. And they've also announced that Martina and Jordan Devlin will be tagging tagging together. <laughs> as as oh, expected, Jordan isn't best pleased about this on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been some great back and forths on there, so definitely have a check on that. Uh, other, other news, CCW uh, for their Ladder Wars show in a couple of weeks. Uh, their champion, Pastor William Ever, is actually now injured. He's going to be out for three to six months. Uh, apparently he's still going to appear at the show but I reckon they're probably going to have to vacate that title or do something with it. I'm not sure they haven't said what they're going to do but other than that they've added a second ladder match as well which is a championship choice ladder match which is effectively money in the bank I think just get a title shot and that's going to be Joseph Connors versus Danny the Beast Butler versus Bruiser versus Troy Russell uh, I don't know Troy Russell but I know the other two so or three so should be good uh, other than that don't think I oh, one more t- bit of news. It's not really news, but um, I mentioned a few a couple weeks ago about the PWU are having their trainee show. Um, kind of you can go in for free, uh, if you have tickets to their Junction Seven show. That's actually on the same day as uh, Contenders, the next Contender show as well, which is a little odd considering there's some crossover talent on those shows. Because Nathan Byrne has already announced for the PWU show, so he's probably not going to be at Contenders now because unless he wants to burst it down the motorway. It's weird. PW starts at two, OTT starts at four, so it's it's possible going early. PW bursts it down, but just a thought. It was interesting, but other than that, yeah, that's all I really got. Uprising have announced another show in in the jail, and they've they've teased a ladder in the picture, so it's probably going to be a ladder match at that. Takes for sale on that on Monday. Perfect. Cheers, Nikki. So if you're new to us here on iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, all all good places to find podcasts. We're all over the place this week. So if you're new to us, we do a weekly segment where we're calling it two bit booking. We had a road we each booked our road to WrestleMania from before the Royal Rumble. 
this week we said we'd take a break from it and next week we'll start back with so everyone has a, a favorite character guy or girl that doesn't get on tv as much as you'd like or doesn't quite get the opportunities you think they deserve so i don't know what we're calling it yet i'll have a name for it next week but basically it's like a like we were saying a, a 10 for 10 a saving ty dillinger or revive the revival as gordo was saying we'll come up with a cool name for it Event and you know we are such cool guys that we come up with cool names like this but we'll figure it out next week so i'm going to do the first one next week and it's going to be about my good friend former internet champion sack rider that's my one next week because i still woo 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 you know it (laughs) you know it nicky you know it uh so that'll be next week so Outside of that, I think we're pretty much done. I have to go get pissed with Fred. So, pints, <laughs> um, pints. Yeah. So we're gonna go do that. I'm going away party, so I need to get out of here. So that's why everything's happening next week. So follow us on YouTube or on Twitter at Two Bit Sports and Two Bit Wrestling. You can find us on YouTube at Two Bit Sports. We're now on iTunes under the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. So please subscribe there rate review whatever jericho says to do do that <laughs> whatever he says on his podcast he doesn't do one of the proper podcasts you know find out what they say do that <laughs> but, but with hours but with hours yeah, yeah whatever cannot be more clear <laughs> <laughs> so please write a review leave us five stars write a comment subscribe write an email, buy a bicycle, all that sort of stuff, whatever you need to do. <laughs> and uh, subscribe on YouTube because that's where uh, we do our post shows from time to time. We did a Royal Rumble post show, which did quite well, and the NXT TakeOver post show. So I think we might do that going forward for pay-per-views or big Raws or some, sometimes some cool shit happens on Raw. We might be able to do it. It's hard for us to do it because that's 4 a.m. in Ireland and we have jobs. So uh, yeah. bear with us. <laughs> But that's pretty much it. Follow us on Twitter at Two Bit Wrestling, and uh, that's pretty much it. Anything to add, boys? We just say goodbye. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. That's it. Bye, boys. I was all saying, telling goodbye. everyone, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's just yeah. cool. We're glad. Good luck. You still fucked up. Thanks to you people for listening. Nicky just told you to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I agree with him. <laughs> Love you yeah, long so, time. Suck no. the fucky pie dollar. So yeah, we'll see you next Saturday evening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for streaming. Thanks for whatever you did. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, toys. Bye, toys. Adios. Bye. 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 Slaughter. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs>